Well, hello, everyone. It's your girl, Gabrielle, from A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. In case you don't know who I am, my name is Gabrielle Critchlow. I'm the owner and director of A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hot Topics. So if you are new to the show, you have no idea what we're about, so this is the show where we talk real talk about things in our purview. So things like education, things like employment, physical health, mental health, or anything else that is steamy. We like to take that one topic and do a deep dive into it. So today is a special live because normally we don't live stream these. These are usually recorded. But today I am live streaming because coming up on this Thursday, December 16th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are gearing up for Homeschooling 101, which is a virtual panel that is coming up. And while I talk about that, I am going to put up my little banner here. Right, so there's still time for you to register for the panel. So if you wanna learn about homeschooling, it's gonna be broken down into several steps and it'll be an awesome educational experience for you. And I encourage you to take advantage of that. It's totally free and it is online. So it's gonna happen on Thursday, December 16, 2021, depending on when you're watching this, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I encourage you to sign up for the workshop while you still have a chance. And if you so happen to be watching this on the replay, you can go to our YouTube channel, which you are right now, if you're watching this, you are watching this on our YouTube channel already, and look for the replay to the panel, and the panel will be available online on our YouTube channel as well. So today, our topic is, oh, is about homeschooling, right? Because that's what this whole thing is about. It's about homeschooling, and I have a guest with me who is going to talk about her homeschooling journey. I am very much looking forward to that. And her name is Dominique Gates. And I am honored that she is doing this live stream with me. And I look forward to hearing her story. And I look forward to you guys hearing her story as well. And this is also a special episode because this is an interactive episode. So I encourage you, if you have any questions, or comments, I encourage you to type them in the chat and we will get to as many of those questions as we can. So type them in the chat and when we get to your question, we'll put it up on the screen and we'll address it to the best of our ability. So this is an interactive episode. So I encourage you to participate. I encourage you to ask questions and make comments because once you put it in the chat, we will see it and we will address it. So my guest today, I already said her name, 
Her name is Dominique Gates, and I am going to tell you about her. So, who is Dominique Gates? Let me tell you about her. So, she is first a child of God, raised by two awesome parents named Terry and Darlene Wilson, who taught her the ways of God and now she is blessed to be a wife to a wonderful husband and friend named Sam Gates, a homeschool mom to three little blessings, Donovan, Gavin, and Carmen, I hope I'm saying that right, and touched with a God-given gift of educating children for over 20 years while being an advisor for the parents in deciding the best educational path for their children. She is blessed. Yes, she is. All right. So I am going to bring her to the stage right now. Hi, Dominique. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Honored to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for coming. All right. So let's get right into it. So if you can share your, your homeschooling journey with us, I'm going to pass the baton over to you. Yes, yes. I am honored to be on here today um, to be chosen to be one of the ones that will share my homeschool journey. And it has been just that, a journey, but it's a journey that we are blessed to have and um, honored to have to um, pass this legacy of teaching on to my children. Our homeschool journey um, I want to tell you first how this education of children um, was birthed into me through my mom, which was also a teacher, Darlene Wilson. She was also an educator of children. And um, that love of learning and teaching um, was passed down to me through her. So naturally, um, I did go to college for early childhood education. And um, through that, um, I had some, I had some up and downs during my, uh, career for teaching. I've taught in all type of institutionalized teaching, pr private school, public school, daycares, preschools, um, you name it. I've been an educator, um, for a long time, but homeschooling started when my, when, when I was, I think I was a, at least three or four four months expecting my first child. And um, at that time I could not work because of uh, I had some complications in the pregnancy. And I decided to start helping parents um, educate their children. So I took in three uh, students in my two bedroom apartment and I was about four months pregnant, I think, uh, with my first child. And so and now those kids are uh, grown and in high school. So um, that, that goes to show you how long I have been uh, homeschooling. So, and then once my, my firstborn son, which is now, all, he's 11 and a half. And he, when he turned two years old, he was already, he was so, um, 
what do you call it, outspoken, and he was talking very well, and he was at the stage where he was willing to do all the activities. He just wanted to stay busy and things like that. So I was um, graced with knowing a friend of mine's now, her name is Kim Taylor. Um, she was homeschooling her daughter at the time. She was four years old. And I was so impressed of um, just her intellect and the way she talked. Her little girl was only four, but you could not tell when the little girl um, talked. You just, I mean, you just really, I, I loved to hear her speak. And that was a great impression uh, from her mom and her dad teaching her and they were homeschooling. So I, um, I did everything I could to ask her as many questions as possible. Sometimes I'm sure um, I, I talked her ear off just trying to get, gather as much information as I could, but my son was only two and um, she would give me uh, little tidbits of ideas and things that I can do with him to kind of nurture that learning in him. And at that point, I started homeschooling my two-year-old son. At two years old, he was writing the first three letters of his name. His name is Donovan. So he was writing the first three letters of his name, and I was just so excited. And from then on, um, Kim and I would have so many conversations about homeschool. The following year, my son turned three and I had a second uh, son at the time. He was a baby and um, Kim decided to take me under her wings and allow us to kind of do a group, um, a group. I don't want to call it a co-op, but we were doing group learning together at her house. And so um I was grateful, grateful, grateful for that because that was my training ground for homeschool and for learning more and more about homeschool at that point. And um, so we would meet, I think we we met like two days a week or so. Um, it was her family, my family, and I believe it was one more other family um, at that time. And we split up into groups. I had the preschool group, which is my expertise. Um, she had the older children, and then the other parent that was there had, I, I believe it was three babies in the group, and so the other parent took care of the babies, and we, I'm telling you, we learned so much all together. It was a great learning experience for me, and um, since I was a teacher already, um, I really loved what I was doing, and so we continued, even though we um, branched off into our own um, areas, we continued all educating. She is still yet uh, homeschooling her children. And I can proudly say that they are doing an awesome job with their children. And I still look to her as my mentor. And um, now in my homeschool journey, I have three children. So I started off with my uh, 11 and a half year old at two years old. And now I have three, three little blessings and we are still yet um, educating our children at home. Um, along with that, since I have been homeschooling, I love to help other parents um, choose the right path for their 
uh, children as far as educating them as well. And so what I have done since I have been homeschooling, I have any parents that ask me about homeschooling, I open my um, I open my knowledge and um, I'm able to give them uh, advice on homeschooling or whichever direction they want to go because I realize that uh, traditional learning may not be for all. And I also realize that homeschool may not be um, for everybody as well. But I look at homeschooling just like traditional uh, education or uh, private education. I look at homeschool as another option of education because that's what it is. Parents, um, I always like to let parents know that you can always choose. You, The ball is in your corner and you know your child better than anybody. You know what they can handle better than anybody. Um, you have raised them. You have been around them. You have nurtured them to whatever level or stage they're in now. So you are able to um, take their education in your hands and choose the best path for you. Now, I'm not saying that all parents are able to teach. Some parents may feel um, insufficient in that area, but it's okay to ask for help. So in my homeschool journey, I have been able to not only homeschool my children, but help other families um, start their homeschool journey as well. Um, so I have been, um, uh, I have been able to home help homeschool a lot of children. And like I said, some of them are grown now. One has went to the military. Some of those children are off in college now. And I am not only a, a proud homeschool mom to my children, but I am a proud homeschool educator and advisor um, to see those kids and those families still yet succeeding by the grace of God. Um, because it's only by his grace that we can do anything anyway. So, um, but I am honored to help whoever I can. And at this stage of our homeschool journey, we are still homeschooling, but I am honored to also have Gates of Learning. Um, that's our homeschool, that's our uh, that's our homeschool name as well as our business name, which we have um, we have serviced families um, with their toddlers. Right now, we have Gates of Learning Tot Drop Service. Now, we've had Gates of Learning Summer Camp. We've had Gates of Learning Homeschool Co-op. And now we have Gates of Learning Tot Drop Service, which is a service that parents can bring their children while they take care of things, appointments, grocery shopping, whatever they need to do. And the kids can continue their learning even while parents are out handling business and things like that. It's also open to school age homeschool children. We offer tutoring services for school age homeschool uh, children as well. And so we're all in the business of trying to offer different programs for whatever um, path of education the parents choose. We're willing to help them to, um, to uh, gather more services and things like that for their children. So um, along with that, we have created a homeschool hub program in our, in our new um, Maryville Community Center. And 
It is um, it is a program that will offer classes for homeschool children, like uh, classes, gym classes, music classes, and art classes, and that will start in January. So we are just um, moving on in our homeschool journey. We don't keep our blessings of learning to ourselves, but we try to spread them into uh, into other into our community and into other homeschool families, traditional learning, learning uh, families, so that everybody can have the opportunity to, um, to choose whether they want homeschooling or uh, traditional learning. Um, and I just feel like the, uh, the more that we talk about it and the more we put the awareness of homeschool out there, people can now understand what homeschooling is about. Because when I started homeschooling, I was not aware of all the benefits that homeschooling could, uh, could be for, for up for my family. Um, but I, as I learned and as I talked to more people about homeschooling that were homeschooling, um, then I became aware of the benefits as well. So, and I moved on and I've helped so many uh, families. I was gracious and humble to help um, as many homeschool families as I can. And that's how I feel now that um, God has put me in a position now that I could help even more families. And so that's what we're trying to do. As our family succeeds in homeschooling, we open up our arms and open up our hearts to help even more homeschool families. So, um, and I and I give all the thanks to God because he has gifted me with the, the heart of education for children. And um, along with that, he had my mom placed um, the love of learning and the love of teaching um, in my heart as well. Just watching her do it with so much grace and so much patience and so much love for the children that she was educating and having those um, uh, relationships with parents that she had. And I took it on. And um, now I get to have my own Gates of Learning uh, Center which is a dream that me and my mom had when she was alive. Uh, we've always said that we wanted to start our own center together. And so even though she's deceased now, resting in peace um, with the Lord, and but I get to carry on her legacy and educate children as far as um, the little ones and homeschooling. So um, we're grateful to have uh, such a legacy to carry on. It's a big responsibility, but we're grateful to have this legacy and to carry it on so that my kids can see what, um, what benefits homeschooling can be for them as well. So that is my homeschool journey. <laughs> awesome, thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. So can you take Take us to the time where you first decided you were going to homeschool your, your first son, Donovan. So what happened there that made you decide you're going to pursue homeschooling as opposed to uh, traditional schooling? 
Okay. So what happened was um, when I was expecting my son, um, my mom said this to me at that time. She was she was ill, but she said this statement to me, and it really had me thinking. Um, before my son was born, she said, "You know, you're a great teacher, but I don't want you to use all your energy in teaching other people's kids, and then you don't have any um, any strength left to." teach your own when you have your own. And at that time, I was expecting my first son. And I just, I was thinking about that over and over. And then as as the, as my pregnancy progressed and um, things kept happening and things like that, I had decided in my mind, I didn't quite know how my husband was going to react to the idea, but I had it in my mind that I wanted to, that was a desire of mine that I hadn't voiced to anyone. I just kept it close and I said, you know, I have a while to think about it. I'm, I'm expecting, this is my first child. So who knows what the future will hold, but I had it as a desire um, that I did want to homeschool. And that's when, that's when I decided. But then once my son, um, once he was born and he got older and I just happened to um, bring the idea up to my husband. And at that time I was not working or anything. So um, he was all for it. He was like, yeah, go ahead. Um, and he felt like if my son was ready for learning, then why not? So I thank, I thank God for him being in my corner as a deciding factor as well. But that's where that homeschooling thought came in. Awesome. So how did you learn about homeschooling? Did you talk to somebody? Did you do some research on the internet? How did you learn about the process as you were going about it? So yes, definitely. Like I had mentioned earlier, I mentioned um, my good friend, Kim Taylor. Um, she was very instrumental in, in um, me learning a lot about homeschooling. Um, I did, I had heard about homeschooling just a tad bit. When we were younger, it was, uh, it was looked upon as something not so good. Um, it was not a pleasant um, thing to be homeschooled. At that time, uh, the only people that I knew that were homeschooled, and this was a long time ago, but the only people that I knew that was homeschooled was children that might have might have had some really serious health conditions and they could not attend traditional school. Or um, um, I did know about some, uh, some young girls that became uh, pregnant at a young age and their moms took them out of the traditional school to be homeschooled just to, um, just to keep them away from the shameful um, things that people would say or just the peer pressure and all. So that's the only thing I knew about homeschool. But as the years progressed, when I was expecting my first child and I, I met my uh, mentor, Kim Taylor, I was just impressed at her little girl that spoke 
with such um, confidence at four years old. And um, I remember, um, I remember my, we were at church and my dad asked the little girl, um, he asked her her name and she said, my name is, and she told us her name. I don't know if uh, if Kim minds, so I don't want to put her name out there, but um, she told us her name and we were just impressed at her level of vocabulary and the way she spoke and things like that. And then he asked her, my dad asked her as well, he said, what school do you go to? And the little girl responded, I go to Lord and Taylor Institute. And we were like, we never heard of that school before. So I decided to ask her mom and I'm, we're like, oh, where is that school? And so she says, I'm homeschooled. And we were so impressed. Like that was that was it. That was the drawing factor of me deciding I, I just absolutely have to homeschool because this little girl, she's learning something. So, um, and it's wonderful. And whatever her parents are teaching her, I want to know it. So I begin to talk to us talk to uh, my friend Kim, I began to talk to her more and more and more. And I know she got tired of me some days. I remember one particular time, it was during the summer. And homeschoolers, um, if you know any homeschoolers that don't teach or have school during the summer, they don't even want to talk about homeschool during the summer. But I was trying my best to pull as much information out of her as possible. But she told me, oh, not until August, not until August. And oh, I was just itching. I was just excited trying to get more information out of her. And as soon as August hit, I was asking more questions. But I thank God that she was available for me to talk to because that's what um, to me, that's what parents that are beginning to homeschooling, you just need somebody not to um, copy or imitate them, but you just need somebody to be that, um, to be that uh, mentor or to talk to about the different things that homeschooling can offer because it can be overwhelming. The homeschool community has so much to offer, but it's not everything is not for everybody. And there's so many methods of teaching and just a whole lot of things that can be overwhelming to you when deciding to homeschool. But if you have at least one person to talk to and they can explain things to you, they can break things down and help you to understand it more clear and have a better um have a better idea of what you want to do. And that way you can make a better decision on, on what's good for you and your family and your children. So yes, talking to somebody is, is key. <laughs> awesome. And we just got a comment that popped up for you. Awesome. I'm so happy awesome. for, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Gavin. That's one of my babies. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. uh, I got a little compliment there. Yes. All right. <laughs> awesome. So you mentioned, so it seems, it sounds like you had a, a divine intervention. You know, you, you were planning to homeschool, you thought about yes. it, you know, yes. you were talking to your husband and then you just happened to 
go to church one day and run into someone that's already homeschooling. Yes. You know, like how, how yes. what, tell me what, I mean, because I'm trying to get the words out, but um, it's, it's like a divine intervention that just happens for yes. you. That's just, it just so happened that bam, you know, here's this person in my own church that's homeschooling. Yes. So what, what was it like when you had that kind of revelation? I yes, mean, sort of absolutely. Speak. So, um, like I said, it took me some time to even think about it though, but I knew, um, it was just, I never could think about sending my little ones to like daycare or anything like that, even though, um, unless, and I've always considered, I said, you know, if they went anywhere, it has to be, you know, somebody we know and things like that. But after I had my first child, it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of circumstances that I was um, thinking about at the time. At the time, I was expecting my second, um, my second son, and Donovan, my first son, was only two, so I was not comfortable sending him anywhere. Although I knew I had to do something because that little boy was, um, he was ready to learn. He was, um, he was begging to learn. He was begging to do things to, um, to keep busy. And I mean, you know, I, I've taught all ages of kids, but when I had my own son, I hadn't seen a kid so anxious to learn. I had never seen that, <laughs> not at two years old, put it that way. And so when I started teaching him, it was almost like, I felt like I missed teaching those. So I use that as an opportunity. Okay, since we're at home, but I can still teach. So I can still get that part of, um, of me out of my system, you know? So I really enjoyed teaching him. He enjoyed learning and it was like a fun bonding time for me and him. We didn't do anything formal or anything like that. We, you know, I found projects to do. I found uh, activities to do. Uh, we sang songs together. We just had fun with each other. And I do think uh, that has a lot to do with me and his relationship now. So, um, but I used it. I used it as our time to bond and learn together. So, and since I wasn't going much of anywhere, I had some uh, I had also some complications with the second son so we were kind of like in the house all the time so it was the perfect time for me to start homeschooling so we took advantage of that time of being together and instead of me um, complaining about ha having a two-year-old and expecting another child um, don't get me wrong I had a lot of help but the times that we were at home together I really enjoyed them and he really enjoyed our time together as well. So awesome. See, we have a next comment here. Oh wow. This is it, Gavin. Oh, it's okay. This, now this is my husband commenting. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, babe. <laughs> yeah. 
so cute. <laughs> All right. Whoa, sorry about that. So it's, um, you're not just homeschooling one child, you're homeschooling yes. three. So three, yes. now we're talking different levels yes. and grades and, yes. and personalities. And so t tell us what that's like. Okay, absolutely. So I have a sixth grader now, um, and that's like the start of middle school. And I have a fourth grader as well as a kindergartner. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm just starting with one. Um, one is almost, you know, he's at the middle of uh, elementary school and then um, middle school. And that has been um, very different this year. So, but I have enjoyed the journey, like um, even though they have, they have been to school I do want to make it clear that when they decided that they wanted to go to school, we decided that, yes, we should let them try. And that was a decision that we made as parents. We thought it'd be a good idea. And they are happy now to be homeschooled. They have their times. And so do I that we, you know, that we feel like, oh, my goodness, should you guys be in school or should we continue this journey? But in the end, uh, we we stay prayerful and we consult God on every decision that we make when it comes to our kids. And so here we are another year homeschooling. Um, and COVID really helped us out. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody has their take on um, you know, everything that happened with COVID-19 and stuff, but COVID really blessed our household. It helped us to make some decisions very easily. So we've been homeschooling for a while. The kids, they have had, my oldest have had, I think, two years in public school. And my youngest son has had one. And my, um, my kindergartner, she went to school for a few months um for a preschool so um but now we're all happy and satisfied with our homeschool journey but yeah uh the different levels uh, and i love teaching so that's right up my alley to be able to search curriculum and find the best fit for each child. Um, I get to do that as a parent homeschooling. I don't have to use just one resource or one curriculum, one size fits all, which there is no such thing. Um, and and I, I, I wish there was some way that the schools would, um, would consider that um, because it's so true that you can't expect a classroom full of kids to all uh, learn from the same curriculum and all of them get it because it just doesn't happen. And that's how your tutoring program survives. And that's how our tutoring program survives because there's just not one size fit all. Somebody's gonna need help somewhere. And so we're grateful for that as well. But um, yeah, and this year for, for my son being, um, 
starting in the middle school. Uh, most of his work is independent. Of course, we go back and check and things like that. And we explain to him, okay, things are getting a little bit more serious. You know, all your work is not going to be fun, fun, fun. And so he's growing into um, realizing that he's got to be um, on his own for some some of the some of the work that he does and he's okay with that he's grown into that so but as far as the kindergartner she's enjoying her work she has fun with her work and we let her pretty much do it um do it with our schedules being the way it is um a lot of times she gets to sometimes do work with daddy. She loves it. And then she gets to do work with me. And if we're at the center, we have teachers there to help them. So they still get a well-rounded education. So that's how we like it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So just on the subject, can you, if, I mean, if you're comfortable discussing, can you talk about each of your children's learning style and how you address each learning style? Do you use a, a certain curriculum for one and a different curriculum for the other? You know, is one more hands-on? Is one more, oh, yeah. um, like, more listening? Like, can you discuss the learning style of each child yes. and how you address each style? Absolutely. So, um, and this is the same way I do, um, the same process I use for my children is the same exact process that I use for my students. So um, at the beginning of every school year, we do an assessment so we can see where they are. Um, we don't take a long summer break, but we do take a break in the summer. So, you know, some information can be um, forgotten or, you know, or we'll, and we find out what was either forgotten or just was not uh, clearly understood the year before by doing an assessment at the beginning of the school year. And we also do one to finish um, the school year at the end. So that way we keep, uh, we keep tabs on um, where they are. So um, with my kindergartner, I knew probably when she was about two or three as well, um, what type of learner she was. She's definitely hands-on um, and she likes to do things more independently. So although she likes, she likes to have an audience, she likes someone to sit there and just watch her do her work or watch her do her activities. Um, or she'll she'll invite someone in. She'll say, mom, can you do this um, activity with me? Or dad, can you do this with me? So she's, she's definitely the hands-on type of learner. And I do, um, I love the curriculum that we use. Um, I actually use two curriculums with her. I use the good and the beautiful math curriculum with her, which she absolutely loves. And then I use, um, I believe it's BJU, um, hmm, what is it? BJU, uh, I can't think of the, um, B, BJU Press, I think that's what it's called, the curriculum for her reading. Um, 
and uh, her reading, her phonics, and I think it's like um, it just has her has her to do a little bit more hands on. Even though it's reading, it has her doing a little bit more like movement and things. Only, um, and I do like the good and the beautiful, but I wanted to try this one because that curriculum was given to me, and I just don't believe in. Um, moving off of a curriculum if I hadn't really tried the one I have. So we use that. Um, and also we do, um, for phonics purposes, we do the Good and the Beautiful um, Level K Primer, which is the, the curriculum level that comes right before the kindergarten level. And if anybody is um, familiar with the Good and the Beautiful, it is a um, it is an advanced curriculum. So where it would say kindergarten, um, if they're, and, and what I love about it is that they give an assessment. You can, you can give an assessment to your child, um, to see what level they placed in. So you won't, you don't have to be confused. Oh, oh, which level do I get? Well, they give that, you can give your child the assessment and see where they place, and then you can order the level that you need um, wherever your child places in the assessment. And we do that with all three of our children. And we use um, for our fourth grader, and I, I wanna say along with these curriculums, that is, I am not, I don't feel, um, I don't feel stuck to one curriculum. I use whatever resources that I feel um, would help my kids in whatever uh, area they may struggle in or they may have problems. If I, I look on uh, teachers, pay teachers and get resources. I look on Pinterest and get resources wherever I can get resources to help my children. I ask other teachers, they help too. If you have some teachers in your life that will be generous enough to help, which I do have some awesome educators um, that is all for me, they will help and um, give us resources and things like that. So I've done that too. With my fourth grader, that is my, um, he is my, um, I want to say, he was the child that started reading at three years old. <laughs> so if that can give you a little bit of info about him. Um, I was expecting my third child when, um, and I've always worked with my kids from the time they start talking pretty much. Um, we start doing things to keep them busy, but it was always like learning activities. So he enjoyed that. But at the point in time that I was teaching him the letter sounds, he was the one that initiated the conversation and told me that he wanted to read. And at three years old, I, I didn't really think he could, but um, he showed me different. And I was sitting in the bed with him. Um, I was on bed rest with my third child. And um, this little boy, three years old, started reading the book that I was trying to teach him phonics out of. So, and from then on, he loves learning. 
he loves to be challenged though at the same time. So um, although he is fourth grade, he's always been a level up in his reading and um, he's pretty good in math as well. So we, um, the good and the beautiful curriculum is perfect for him. I don't try to move my children too quickly. Um, I also, I like for them to start um, any curriculum where I like them to start where they're comfortable first, because um, I don't believe that any curriculum or learning uh, materials that you use should stress a child out. I believe that you should um, see about their confidence levels and know your children and what what boosts them boosts them as far as their confidence level um, and use that and then move them up as they progress. But I start at a level that they're comfortable with so that their confidence is um, boosted and they can move up from there. So that's kind of what I did with my with my fourth grader. Um, my sixth grader on the other end, um, he is definitely the type of child that just wants to do his work and get done. Um, he is uh, not the one to, uh, he's not um, a bookworm or anything like that. He'll read to get his work done. He'll do his math um, in areas that he struggles. I, even though I'm an educator, no problems asking for help. So we do have, um, we do get a tutor sometimes for him uh, in math. So, and then on the other end, we allow him to help other students as well that are younger grade or younger, younger levels, um, lower levels than him. Um, we allow him to help them to kind of boost his confidence. So, um, and they enjoy it. They definitely enjoy uh, the learning process that they're having right now, especially the fact that uh, Gates of Learning is growing and now they are getting to um, meet new friends and things like that. So that's always fun. But uh, definitely when you're homeschooling more than one level child, um, we do math and language arts separately, but everything else as far as art, science, um, history, even some Bible lessons. This is my sixth graders first year do doing um, separate Bible lessons. I gave him his own devotional, which he has been doing since the summertime. He has been enjoying it. He comes and discusses um, different subjects with me. So we enjoy those together. And my fourth grader, he has a separate one as well. But in the summertime, we use a devotional all together. In the morning time, we wake up and we do our devotionals together. And the kids just absolutely love it. And I love that time with them as well. So um, that's how we deal with three different, different level children. Now at the center, um, when we're all together, we split up into groups. The toddlers are in one group and the school age children are in one group. And pretty much we all help each other, even though we're all in different levels. So if there's a child struggling in language arts and another child that's pretty good at it, they're gonna be buddies because that's what we, we, um, 
that's what we want, a lot of positive peer interaction. So we definitely believe in that as well. And it doesn't always have to be a teacher helper. It can be a peer um, helping another peer. So that's how we do that. All right, awesome. Awesome. All right, so as you mentioned earlier, um, kind of alluded to earlier, there are the misconceptions about homeschooling. I think one of the biggest ones is that um, kids, the homeschool kids, they don't really, excuse me, um, homeschool kids, they, they don't really socialize. Uh, they're kind of separated from their peers and they're stuck at home with their, their, their parents. Yeah. Um, so they don't really interact with other uh, kids their age, which is something that is built into the traditional learning system. Yes. So I yes. wanted to yes. hear your, your thoughts on that. Absolutely. So um, we say socialization is the magic word because everybody, I have not met a person that does not homeschool, that, that um, has not asked us about what about socialization? <laughs> so, um, and I always laugh when I hear it because it's almost like, um, I don't know if people think that we stop being um, like we're different because we homeschool. We're still people <laughs> and we still function as human beings. And yes, all human beings need um, some type of socialization. But there is a benefit in homeschooling when it comes to socialization. And this is the benefit that I always tell parents that um, not only in, in traditional education or institutionalized education, whether it be traditional, private, Catholic, whatever the, um, the method may be, um, wherever you send your children, they're going to be socialized, even homeschooled they're going to be socialized. They're gonna have some type of social interaction, but it's the same thing. When you send your children to school and they come home as a kindergartner and they've learned a new word and the word or words may not be uh, what you would have taught them or what you have would have wanted them to pick up. But they were socializing and they, um, <clears throat> sorry, and they picked up some new words and they brought them home. And so now the question is, what type of socialization are they receiving? So in homeschool, we have a benefit that now, um, since we as parents are in control of our children, and I don't like to use in control, but we are guiding our children's educational path that we can choose positive socialization for them. We can choose constructive socialization for them. So um, yes, we are a church, um, we are a church family, 
Um, our life is our lifestyle is built around um, church. So my children are involved in the choir. Um, they love music, um, and pretty much we've grown up in our church. So all the families that we've grown up around are there, and my children are very. Um, social with those families, not saying that, um, well, that's just one way they are socialized. Another way is um, like my kindergartner, she's very into gymnastics. So we had her in gymnastics classes. And like my, um, my, my boys are very much so interested in um, basketball. So we're signing them up for basketball, things like that. So, but those are all constructive ways, positive ways to make sure they get social interaction um, without picking up the wrong, um, the wrong type of company um, by, we, we put them into different things that will um, kind of, um, and, and, and it will help them, it will help nurture their interests. That's what I mean. So it's not only just socialization, just throw them out there and just whoever they want to talk to, they get to be social, just, you know, just send them somewhere so they can be social. And to me, this is my opinion, to me, a lot of times, this is what um, a lot of parents, um, you know, they may feel like they don't have a choice but to send their kids to school. And it's like, you know, I can't help it. I have to work. Um, I have to live. You know, I have to do what I got to do. So therefore, my kids are going to school. And in turn, um, because we all feel like we have to send them to school, they they're going to pick up whatever um is there and it could be from another child it can be from a teacher it can be from from anyone that they come in contact with but um i would rather and i feel it is a blessing and an honor to be able to homeschool my children and to guide them into choosing positive interaction and positive socialization other than them being put into situations where um, they may not know what the best um, decision to make when it comes to socialization. And in turn, they may be in situations that they have to choose, uh, is this good company or bad company? But I'd rather homeschool them and help them through those situations while they're young and then if they want to go to school when they get to high school, I think at that point in time, or even middle school, I think at that point in time, they've learned enough from me and uh, their dad or their parents that now we can see the benefits of our homeschool journey um, through them being able to make wise decisions and um, good choices and uh, choose good company and things like that. I think those lessons um, are important to teach our kids at home so that they can make those decisions for themselves as they grow. So I think socialization should not be 
a big problem. It should it should be definitely um, guided by the parents until the kids are old enough to choose um, social interactions for themselves. So that's my opinion on socialization. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yes. All right. So we are starting to wind it down. Okay. So do you have any final advice for the viewers watching, whether here um, live or on the replay? Do you have any advice for anyone who's, ooh, excuse me, who's, um, who's, interested in homeschooling, maybe okay. they were in the same situation you were kind of dabbling in it and, you know, but um, who's curious about it, about um, how to do it, the steps to take, or maybe they're currently homeschooling and, and need a refresher course. So yeah. do you have any final words of wisdom? So definitely. Um, so I would definitely say if homeschooling has been a desire of yours, um, I'm going to tell you, like, I definitely just took a leap of faith because I didn't know just even I, I didn't know people would ask me. So are you going to homeschool all the way through high school? I don't know. So I answer them and I tell them we are taking this one day at a time, nobody knows what the future holds or, you know, what decisions you're going to have to make as a family or, you know, anything can change. But and I always tell them that nothing is permanent, but homeschool is worth giving it a try. If you're considering it, if it's a desire of yours, um, I don't care what stage of life you're in. If you're working full time, it is still possible to homeschool. Um, and I would say um, the, the first thing that any, any homeschool parent or any parent that is considering homeschool can do is reach out for help. That's the first thing that you should do. Reach out for help. It's nothing wrong with not knowing. But the, the worst decision that you can make when you're considering homeschool is trying to step out into, into it without any help. And the best decision you can make is um, decide what you want to do and then reach out for help from somebody that knows. Um, and I would say, you know, any, anybody that knows um, or is, is already homeschooling, they can, they can give you a little wisdom on, you know, the steps to take and all that, because it's different from state to state. So the first thing you have to do, if you're, if your child or children are in school, I believe the same thing is, um, is required, uh, from state to state, but, um, you can always check your, uh, your state's website or it's, um, to see what the requirements are. But I think everybody has to, you know, let the school know just by sending them a letter, a statement. And I mean, one sentence statement saying that your child will no longer be a part of the, um, of that school 
for the rest of the school year or that school year, what, at whatever point that you decide to start homeschooling, you just send the school a nice letter saying, um, my child will not be finishing this school year out. And then from there, reach out to somebody that's already homeschooling. And I say it again, not to copy or imitate what they're doing, but just to get a little bit of wisdom on the choices that you have, the options that you have and how you want. And I say, research, research, research. I spent lots of hours researching different methods of homeschool to decide the method that fit me and my family. Because every method, they have so many different methods of homeschooling and um, they're all different. And, you know, one method is good for one family and another method is good for another family. These are all options of educating our children. And we want to pick the one that fits our family. You don't want to pick or, or imitate another family because it does it may not um, it may not be a good fit for your family and how your family dynamics are. So I would definitely say um, write that statement to the school. Or if you are a preschooler's parent or a kindergarten parent, in a lot of states, kindergarten is not required. So you can start homeschooling without telling anybody anything in some states. So just research. Um, the requirements of your state and see what you can do. But definitely you guys, and I make myself available for families all over. They inbox me and they ask me questions and I am, I am here and ready to answer any questions anybody have about homeschooling because I, I love the journey that I'm on and I want the families that are willing to at least try homeschooling, I want you to love it too. And not saying that it's some humps and bumps um, through homeschooling because it is just like in traditional schooling, but at least you know that you know what you want your children to learn. You know that you want them to succeed and you're gonna give them the best of you, the best energy you have, the best resources you have, the best of everything that you can give them because they're yours. And nobody is going to do more for them. Nobody. You can have the best teacher in public school and they're not going to give them more than what you can offer them because they're yours. And you know your children better than anybody. So, um, to anybody that's um, looking to homeschool or I, I'm just, I congratulate you and I want everybody to succeed, but definitely homeschool is a leap of faith. You just gotta, when you think about it and you decide that's something you wanna do, you just jump out um, on God's grace and do it. If that's your desire, you just go and do it. Reach out for help. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. You don't have to go on this homeschool journey alone. There are people such as me that will offer help. And I definitely would. My Facebook page, um, 
I have a Facebook page, Gates of Learning. Um, and my inbox is always full of just parents just asking questions, or I'm always reaching out. I'll see a question that a parent asked or something on Facebook, and I'll inbox the parent the answer, or if I could offer them any type of help or assistance, I'm open to do that as well. So I just want to let you parents know that is even considering homeschooling, you can do it. You can absolutely do it. There's not any stage of life that you can ever be in that you cannot homeschool. So if that's a desire of yours, take that leap of faith. Reach out for help and get your kids on the right path to their education. And that's it. So thank you so much for that. That was amazing advice. And you already mentioned your Facebook page. So I'm just going to put it up here. Hold on. I'm going to let it scroll at the bottom. Okay. I want to make this little adjustment. There we go. All right. So you guys watching right now, you can find, she's only on Facebook for the moment. Um, But you can find her on Facebook. That is her account name there, Gates of Learning. Mm -hmm. And can you briefly talk about your business? What do you offer? What are you about? Sure. Okay. So we're in Northwest Indiana in Maryville. um, And we, Gates of Learning, like I said, we've been, we've had all types of entities of Gates of Learning, including summer camps and things like that. But at this moment, we have opened our own, we're in the process of moving to a new location, but we have Gates of Learning Tot Drop Service. And what we offer, even though it's called Tot Drop Service, is pretty much um, we are going to be based in the community center where parents come and work out and take classes and things like that. So we wanted to offer a place that they can bring their little ones so they could either Uh, go run errands, go to appointments, or work out in the facilities that we offer. But as well, they can bring, um, we're open to service homeschoolers um, that need tutoring services or things like that. So during the day, um, if parents uh, know that their child needs help in certain area, they can bring them to our center, get help, um, and then pick them back up after their tutoring session is over. As, and we also offer their homeschool hub, which will start in January as well. Homeschool hub program. We offer gym classes, music classes, and art classes on every Friday. So starting in January, we're going to be opening that uh, new, lo- new location of Gates of Learning Tie Drop Service and our homeschool hub program as well. So we're very excited about that. Awesome. And I am excited for you. (laughs) So you heard that right. So definitely to those of you watching, take advantage of those services, follow her on Facebook, feel free to inbox her. And if you have any questions about homeschooling or you just, you just, maybe you, um, Want some tutoring services? I know we're also tutoring. Yes. So we're 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 one big family here. So yes. definitely if you are looking for services, 
I encourage you to reach out. Her social media is below. Yes. So, Dominique, thank you so much for joining me today. I thank you for having your me. time. Yes. Awesome. So I'm going to put you backstage. And it's just you and me, guys. All right. I'm going to put up my little banner here. And we have reached the conclusion of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. You are watching this episode on our YouTube channel, uh, which is run by, again, us, A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. And while you're here, I encourage you to check out the other videos and clips that are on the channel right now. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let us know what you thought of this episode by leaving a comment in the comment section below. And if you would like to learn more about A Step Ahead Tutoring Services, you can find us on our various social media platforms, which you see scrolling below right now. And you could also go to our website, www.asteppeheadtutoringservices.com. And one more thing before I disappear. We are also seeking financial contributions to our crowdfunding campaign on ifundwomen.com iFund Women is the go-to funding marketplace for women-owned businesses and the people who want to support them with access to capital, coaching, and connections. So I am going to play a small video for you that will explain more about that. Hey there, have you heard of us? We're a small team of tutors here at A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. We believe that education and information should be accessible to everyone, regardless of income, race, or creed. We're dedicated to making this happen, but we need your help. Please consider donating to our crowdfunding campaign. No amount is too small. Your donation will allow us tutors to remain employed, offer free and low-cost services, and reach out to families nationwide. With your help, we can tackle the academic challenges of our students and the emotional, mental, and behavioral changes that result from these challenges. As a bonus, we can improve our communities in the process. Support us today. We're a for-profit company, your donation may not be tax-deductible. Please consult a tax professional. Yes, so any contribution you can make to the crowdfunding campaign will be greatly appreciated. And that unique link is in the description right now. All right, so you guys, that is it. Thank you so much for joining us today. And as a reminder, let me just find that banner. There we are. As a reminder, this Thursday, December 16, 2021, depending on when you're watching this, is our main events. It is our virtual homeschooling panel, homeschooling one-on-one. -on -one. So if you want to learn more about homeschooling or you just want a refresher course, you know, it I encourage you to register for the panel. The link is scrolling below. So just 
type that link in the search bar and register on Eventbrite. The event is free. So I encourage you to attend the event to learn more about homeschooling and to either get a refresher course or you're a complete novice and you have no idea or you just want to know what all this fuss is about. So definitely attend the um, attend that panel. So again, it is December 16, 2021. It is this Thursday, depending on when you're watching this. And if you just so happen to be watching this on the replay, the panel should be up on our YouTube channel as well. So you can watch the replay of that panel as well. So I encourage you to sign up for the event on Eventbrite. Uh, sign up for the panel on Eventbrite right now. The link is scrolling below. And if you are watching this on the replay, I encourage you to come back to our YouTube channel because the replay to Homeschooling 101 will be available on the channel. So thank you again for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you this Thursday, live or on the replay. Thank you for coming and we're done, starting off.